in part one of this three-part episode with Robert P. We discuss how his daughter's suicidality forces his hand and his pull-himself-up-from-his-bootstraps attitude is no longer going to to suffice. He must turn to outside outside tools. Uh, Specifically, he talks about the power of DBT and CBT, DBT being dialectical behavior therapy, and a tiny little bit on cognitive behavior therapy, CBT. Please enjoy. Imagine a conscious contact with God so strong that no matter what you are doing or not doing, that no matter what your kids are up to or not up to, and that whether you've got the person of your dreams or they're just not cooperating, that you are happy, content, and at peace. A space where everyone else's thoughts, attitudes, and actions are beautiful and exactly as they are supposed to be. Well, this is the space where I like to play. My name is Misha Z, and this is today's Bitch Slap. Join me as I shed light on the thoughts, actions, and attitudes that are causing you pain, and we train our minds to go to the capital S inner self, the joy that is waiting for us, the God within. Robert. How are you, sir? I am good, thank you. You were so still, it almost looked like it was a, a your like background picture. That was pretty, pretty epic there. Yes. So I'm actually now sitting in my truck. I got my mic. I got my uh, got the gear, and I'm I have a beautiful ocean view. So that's that's you know as 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 we say you know we could complain, but uh, no one would care nor nor believe us. Yes. Anyway, I thought I'd just get right to it. Um, Okay. I just chat through in the chat too. I you had asked me to you know like put some things together some thoughts oh. so i put down like like my top five kind of things that are oh, important to well, me in my life so yeah we can touch oh. on it later okay good i love it i love it i i um i sort of have an agenda um and and you'll see what it is really quick here um we were talking uh a few days ago um and you'd had some some sort of stressors in your life right job yep. change um some kids some loss yeah some loss your your father passed away and and we were chatting away and 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 just talking about you know life is sort of a typish dads when stuff can go sideways and then um you were talking about your daughter who um who had some suicidal issues or perhaps had tried to kill herself, correct? Yeah, yeah, that happened actually last May. Uh, there was an attempt, and then we've been working with her closely on various forms of therapy, and uh, both in and outpatient. And she is currently uh, in inpatient at the moment. We're we're moving her to a residential treatment. Again, this is the second time, uh, probably by the end of this week. Um, okay. But she does suffer from suicidality and self-harm as well as uh, something else that uh, was new for all of us uh, starting a year ago or okay. in May. Oh. Okay. And, and so that, that 
a as a as a father to to a twenty year old and a eighteen year old two boys well young men now I was very struck by that and the um, the reality of having a child who was uh, who is going through that or perhaps had been uh, in in that in that mindset and we don't I I'm we'll talk about it in a minute but another thing that struck me was that uh so i'm in the middle of putting on putting together uh an online conference a summit call it for all these different modalities of um of like ways to find peace of mind or clarity or just to 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 sort of deal with our our mental hopscotchery right (laughs) and then (laughs) yeah and then uh, you had said uh, your, you and your daughter had, or your daughter had tried some, some CBT, some, I think. Or yeah, the CBT, which CBT? is the, yes. yeah, the uh, uh, cognitive behavioral Good. therapy and then DBT, which is what we're all currently doing now in our family, as well as her, which is a dialectical uh, behavioral therapy. Um, yes. And the good news is you can Google it. And yes. there's actually the original author of that. Um, I think you can pull down her entire workbook and learn a lot about it. Um, I know you had asked me about like, is it a modality or, you know, kind of what's at the highest level? Um, you know, in my own words, it is allowed me to focus on those things that are real, uh, the things that I can see and the things that I can hear and yeah. to then react accordingly to those things as opposed to, you know, going through this mind storm where you're worrying about the future and, and your things trigger in your head. We're like, well, what if this and what if that? And I know for me, I go down this like really unhealthy path of worry and fear. And I have to stop and go, wait, none of that is even true. It's not, it hasn't even happened yet. Why am I worrying about it? So for me, DBT has allowed me to, um, it, there's a lot about mindfulness and it's just allowed me to focus on the things that are real and and when things are difficult, to be able to do some really strong skills around observation and to react accordingly. And mm. a big part of that, too, is just not making it worse. And that could be how you communicate with other people. Um, so it's kind of a, an interpersonal skill set that you learn that allows you to communicate more effectively uh, with those around you and, okay. and certainly in difficult situations. Okay. Fantastic. And it's been a very useful tool for you and your family from what you were saying, right? For not only your daughter, but yourself and your wife. And yeah. And I'd say it's, it's applicable in business and everyday life. So, and that's the beauty of it is going through all of the, the training of the DBT skills. You know, part of me, was like, man, I wish I had known this as like a young father um, yes. Or as a young parent, because there's a lot of stuff like how to communicate effectively with teenagers and, um, you know, which I found just like so spot on. It's almost like, yeah, this is obvious, but until you like go through it and practice it, um, you know, it's like, darn, I wish I had done this, t- you know, 15 years ago instead of just now. Well, look, give me an example. Um, so you know, so let's say the typical thing. Uh, so I, I should probably preface too. So I currently have, um, so my, my kids are ages 16 to 21. I've got four kids in five years. So that we're, we're basically through 
we're at the tail end of the teenage years, but um, we always had a very close household, both physically, we were all emotionally close together. And, um, you know, we were pretty structured in our household. Um, so an example would be like, we, we had our duty roster, you know, which was everyone knew what their job was for the week. And it wasn't, it was like set the table and pick up the table and put out the trash, just some simple things. And as the kids aged, you know, there was times where those simple duties, chores were met with, you know, I just don't want to do this or this is stupid or I don't see why I have to do this. Let's call it resistance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> it, and I always joked about, you know, the difference between, um, uh, what was it rights and, um, uh, privileges, you know? So okay. it was kind of like, you know, a lot of the things that you have my son or my daughter, these are privileges. They're not rights. So, you know, if you don't take out the trash, then you're going to lose privileges such as, you know, time on your phone or in some cases eating food. You need to pay for your food. Yeah. And the kids got older. We had an episode where we, we set out a, a, a menu for one of our, for one of my sons, because he was so difficult. And, um, I told him, I said, my job is a parent to keep you safe. And, uh, I only have to provide you with, you know, 2,500 calories worth of food every day. And beyond that, if you want it, you're going to have to pay for it. And, um, and so oh, we put out my. a list of food items in the house and what they cost and if he wanted more, he had to pay me to drive him down to the store to go buy more food. I mean, I laid it out there. I'm like, this that is, is amazing. Food. And, and it worked well, but looking back, I think if I had used DBT, I wouldn't have gotten into this engagement mode of being contentious, mm. or I would have just sat back. I would have just observed what, what he was saying to us, what was really going on and, and, and just mm. reflect that back to say, huh? So what I hear you saying is, you know, right now you, you know, uh, don't want to take out the trash. Um, mm. and so I just want to check with you to make sure that, um, you know, you're aware of our household rules. And so you can still be assertive, but you just, you're never reacting to it. Cause it was always mm. like, like, Hey, can, can you get the trash out? And he's like, I, I don't want to do it. Or I don't have time right now. You know, like when he's right. sitting I'm there watching TV. Or whatever yeah. It is. Yeah. So, and so not to react to that, but just to, always go with a, with observation and no reaction. So just kind of soak it all in find out where he's at, what's going on. Um, and then to stick with the assertive part, which is what you need. And in this case, it was like, you know, this, this is part of your responsibility in our household. We all have responsibilities. Mm. Um, so what it does is it takes the edge off and it certainly mm. allows me not to get riled up. Um, you know, I, looking back, am not, um, you know, uh, happy about some of my screaming matches that I had with a few mm-hmm. of my children. And I really worked on that later. And I, I'm not an angry guy, but man, there were moments where I was just used. Yeah, just triggered. I was so mad. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I had a child that sometimes screaming at the top of my lungs was the only way I could motivate him. Mm-hmm. And it was so unhealthy and it was so bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, you know, later, like now looking back, I'm like, oh, if I had known this one skill, I could have like just gone, you know, I always think of like, um, uh, Kung Fu, the old TV show, like, oh, let's me just, you know, think about that and, you know, just go to this happy place and just observe and just come at it with so much more peace. Um, and, and, and I, I'm sure it would achieve the same thing for me to be able to say, all right, I hear 
like right now you don't want to do it you know i i to me you're playing games or doing something that like you know that's not important well it's important right. to him, him. so i, I could that. just say um all right so let's you know how about we do it or how about you do it in 10 minutes or do you need yeah. some help or is there something you don't understand about it you know is to just yes. kind of keep the dialogue going but make sure i come at it with truly understanding his her his his or her perception or perspective on it yes. um so it's not immediately contentious it does come yes. from a, a sense of support and most importantly i'm in a calm place because if dad's calm and mom's calm things just tend to go a lot better kids pick up on 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 that and and it's good modeling behavior for them so they see Hey, like dad looked like he was going to get really pissed off, but instead he, he like asked me a question, like, like, when can yeah. I do it? Or, Hey, what game are you playing? Or what's going on there? It was like, that's like totally freaked me out. It's like he did the exact opposite. And that's part of DBT training is this radical acceptance or, or, um, you know, performing the opposite. It's called opposite action where, you know, you, you literally do. 180 of what you would normally do kind of like the george costanza uh, yes uh, episode which which again is extremely effective and that yes. works for both sides um yeah. my wife and i manage let me ask you a question yeah, yeah. quick quick yeah. how old was your son when that tension uh it got worse and worse and worse uh so that was probably between the ages of 15 and 17 okay and and, and in all okay. fairness when he was 17 um he did go off into wilderness therapy for 90 days um, yeah and it was the greatest decision we ever made uh it was hardest decision ever made it, yes yes i mean it still brings tears to me to think about it um <laughs> yes. but today you know uh he's uh he's 18 he's moved out he's full-time job he's contributing to society he you know we see him often um i mean we just have a great relationship and not contentious at all and it is 180 degrees you know from what i thought would be his future or our future together so i love that that's beautiful i i wanted to touch on one thing about those moments where for you it was perhaps getting your your son to take out the trash in the moment that we want them to or you know and it's that it's that having the skill set so we don't have to escalate to escalate a situation in in a in an environment that seems that that's the only option i i love the yeah. way you say you said where it's like i feel like the only way i can get through to this is to scream right yeah. and yeah or or yell or however and i'm a i'm you know i'm six two you know 190 pounds so that can be very intimidating to a son or a daughter who's or uh, the household i mean i'll tell you it horrifies me um i remember one time one of my sons his was like this moment was starting to escalate and yeah. i looked down and my daughter who was probably 12 at the time she, yes. she went to cover her ears yes just knowing what was coming next and i was like like fuck what if i'm what am i doing you know i'm yes. creating this like super hostile environment where yes you know like everyone saw what was coming and yes. you know my daughter was reaching to cover her ears i'm like i'm like this has got to stop it's this gotta can't stop. be that way yeah i yeah i love the thought too of like i'm not a mean guy or i'm not an angry guy right and and how it can come out of us it in those moments i i relate and and 
my younger son when he was 10 ish i don't know what those exact years are but the battle to do his homework right <laughs> and and i i would swear very addictive compulsive behavior i swear waylon waylon is his name i'm i'm not going to yell this time i won't overreact yeah, like yeah. every other time right yeah and um man i did not have the skill set or that that tool i love the idea of this tool and there was a turning point for me it sounds like same with you when i yelled again and my son was just sobbing and he was like, dad, I just, I just want a hug. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, like, like this is insane. Like over, over a math problem or, or whatever, whatever you know? it is. Yeah. But yeah. Whatever it is. And um, <laughs> it was those moments where I was like, I've got to learn new, a new, new, a, a new tool, a new skills, you know, and for me, not being an angry guy, I was like, well, I want some to get some books on anger. I was like, I don't think I'm angry, but I might as well. I got to do something because I can't keep saying I'm not going to overreact and then overreact and then it happens. Again. Yeah, it happens yeah. again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say it, I did, you know, through learn to very quickly apologize. And I, hmm. those moments were always um, not that I was redeeming myself, but I, I just wanted them to happen last. So I do recall often coming back to my son and saying, Hey, I, I used words that I'm not proud of yes. and, or a tone. And I said, and I, I'm apologize for that. And he was like, oh, it's cool, dad. You know, I probably deserved it. I'm like, no, it's <laughs> yeah. never, it's never okay for me to use those yes. words when we communicate and I don't want yes. you to use them. So I'm letting you know what I did was wrong. It was a mistake. Yes. And, uh, and, and that wasn't so hard for me. What was hard is the marriage because, mm -hmm. Um, in our marriage, there were some nuances on the communication methods and how we inter I mean, we were very consistent in how we parented, but mm -hmm. there were some things where, you know, it was like, I wouldn't apologize for that. You know, that, that little shit deserved it, you know? And mm -hmm. it's like, no, I, I, I'm going to apologize. I'm always going to apologize, whether Love it was that. my son or someone driving or whatever it is. It's like, it's important for my serenity that 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 is part of what i do right so be able it, then to shorten that cycle between apologies yes. or not even have it that yes. to me was like it was like all right i love it because now yes. every night when I, I i pray and i just like thank you for keeping me sober i i truly can go wow today i did i achieved what i wanted to do which is one i didn't drink and two i, I didn't I didn't react to stuff that I don't need to react to. Instead, I just yes. like I was able to live in the day and feel proud of myself or just not create problems. That's beautiful. It's amazing. What I love about that too is that I had I had this arc with my kids where initially it was like, well, they're just being pain in the ass kids, right? <laughs> and so my yelling is okay. And then it's like, yeah. well, wait a minute. The acceptance of like, no, this yelling is not okay. It doesn't feel good. It's not healthy. So at least I can start, then I can start copying to it. Right. Yeah, it's like, all yeah. right, son, I'm sorry. You know, I, I'm sorry. I'll try. I swear I'll try not to <laughs> at least get there. And then it's next step is all right. Now I'm starting to get the tools to, yes. to not have to, to escalate again. And I had so, this really, go ahead. I was going to say one of the things of DBT too, is just not making it worse, um, which yes. is as simple as it gets. It's just, 
And so sometimes it's just not reacting. It's literally just being stone-faced and just taking it in. Just don't make it worse. <laughs> right? Give a, a little smile, perhaps, even, right? Yeah. Or, or, just yeah. say, or, or just reflect. You can re- I mean, that's the good thing about DBT. It focuses so much on what you what is real. So what you can see and what you can hear. So if you hear something, you can reflect back exactly what you hear and say, oh, so what I heard you said was, and just to make sure you get it right. Um, and sometimes in reflecting, the person you're talking to will be like, no, that's not what I said. Or, or, or man, did I yeah. say that? Did Gosh, I say it I that way? That. Yes. Like, okay. So then it, it, you're coaching them to also do the same skills, which is like, Hey, what I meant to say was, I just don't feel like doing it now. I'll do it in 10 minutes. I just don't want to do it now. And that's like, cool. You know, that's it's cool. like, wow, we didn't, we didn't scream at each other. You know what? I love that. And I love that concept too. I'm so aware these days of how, the gap between what I say and what I think people are hearing. And then the reverse of that, somebody's telling me something and what I'm hearing, how it can be. Sometimes it's plainly evident that we're <laughs> completely on different pages. <laughs> right. And it's like, wait a minute. I, <laughs> or, you know, getting, finding that, that what you're talking about, that, that better communication. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and in a marriage, I think that's really hard because I've had it where my spouse says, you know, I'm like, that's not what, like for me as a male, I'm like, well, that's not exactly what I said. What I said word for word was this. And my spouse's response is, yeah, but what you meant was, and there's already a dialogue in her head of what my words mean Mm -hmm. to her. And so it doesn't matter what I actually said. It's her perception of how she's interpreting that. And at first that would infuriate me. I'm just like, well, that's not fair. You can't like, (laughs) <laughs> make up my feelings for me or you can't assume that my words mean something different um and so I, we would just get into battles about like the meanings of words or exactly what i said and and then yes. i'm like well th- this is silly too this is like that we're not getting anywhere so then yes. it, that turned to like all right so i understand that's your perception so let's let's talk about that because i want to make sure that your perception is my reality and mm. we're not skewing it. So then again, the words don't even matter. It's just, it's, it's the perception of the other person of what they're hearing, either whether they mm. want to hear or what they don't want to hear mm. or how they heard it. And honestly, mm. that is the truth. That's the hard part about DBT. It's their truth. It's not your truth. And yeah. if you argue about that, then you're just arguing for the sake of like, yeah. because you can't figure out how to communicate with one another. But what's important is what, ultimately is being absorbed and what ultimately you would like to communicate. And if you could focus on that with a smile and, and sometimes just in there helps just to be like, wow, isn't it amazing that I say this and you hear that? It's like, it's like, that's incredible. That's incredibly incredible. You know, it's like, wow, as much as I want to be mad about it, it's like, that's fascinating. (laughs) Yes. I love that. About that, you know? (laughs) Yes. That's incredible. I I think when did you, I found my arc as a man and as a father and a husband and now an ex-husband that has a, what I would believe is a good relationship with, with the boy's mother is like how much pain I need to go through to be open to alternative tools, right? You'd have caught me 10 years ago and you'd have said, Hey, Misha, uh, I saw you overreact with your son. You might want to try some, uh, get, check out some DBT. It could change your life. And I'd have been like, you know what? I don't need to hear that. It's, you know, pick yourself up by your bootstraps kind of mentality. What do you, what <laughs> yeah, do you think about yeah. that? I, I mean, there's a ton of truth in that. I, if it, 
hadn't have been for the journey my daughter's going through now, I wouldn't have spent the time, you know, to do the, the DBT skills that I've been exposed to. I just, you know, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't take the time between work and fathering and, you know, the other half of a marriage and there's just yes. never have enough hours in the day. So I, I mean, I would say some of this is, um, you know, it's divine. It's like God gives you just what you need at the right times in your life. And you can always look back and say, shoulda, woulda, coulda. But yeah. all I can do for now is, you know, take what I, when I'm learning now and I can share it with others. And I'm sure somewhere in my journey in the last 15 years that someone said, you know, Hey, if you approach, approach that situation in this way, and I probably were like, ah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Just specifically to the journey I'm going on now with like learning DBT, I wouldn't be in it if it wasn't for the journey my daughter's in. Um, yeah. I would say though, even prior to that, I still was constantly working on communication. I mean, and it's no secret. And my wife shares this with others that we were in therapy before we even got married and we've been together for 25 plus years. Okay. Um, you know, and so we have always had this thought of seeking help for, you know, cause you, as a child, you don't, no one teaches you how to talk to people. You just figure it out. You see what your parents do and everyone comes from different walks of life and you meet friends that communicate differently. And so there's no one right way. There's lots of ways Yes. And so as you get into a, a marriage or a relationship or a partnership, you know, there, there are no rules. Everyone thinks they, their rules are the right rules and that's the problem yes. we get into. And so, yes. um, you know, and then you throw alcoholism in the middle of that between my wife and I, and I spent so many years just being in, 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 in debt, you know, in the sense of like emotional debt or, um, assertiveness debt. I mean, I had always done wrong. I was always the bad one. And so when even I was five years so sober, even 10 years sober, I still felt like I didn't have a voice. It's just like, you know, if the arg if it got to an argument, I was like, I apologize, whatever you think I did, I'm, I'm sorry. And it was wrong. And that was also really damaging because I, I have some massive resentments around times where I've said I was sorry. I mean, it's like, I clearly was right. You know, it's not, nothing yes. to do with that. It was just like, hey, there was a situation where I could have communicated better. Instead of saying, fuck it, I'll just apologize. Yeah. I should have been able to say, hey, this is important to me. This is why it's important to me. You know, let's let's walk through it, which I, I think that. I do a better job now with my wife. And we both do a better job. Um, but I, yeah, I clearly looking back, there were times where I, I was like, are you effing kidding me it's like you're mad at me for that <laughs> right where'd this come you know, from it's just yeah. like i'm and then to the point where like i got shut out and we didn't talk for two three days and then finally yeah. i'm just like this is silly it's just like you know I, neither one of us is ever gonna like apologize so i'll just do it i don't you know i, I don't care i'll just apologize i used to yeah. joke that the key to a happy marriage was to always be wrong and apologize often and i still think there's some truth to that <laughs> But, right. but you can't give up yourself in, in, a, in a partnership where that's always the case. And so now I've learned, um, you know, in retrospect, going through that, it's like that was that was taking a part of me every time I did that. And I now I can say, hey, 
you know, I let's let's focus on what's important for you. What's important for me? Yeah. You know, we both want the same thing. We both want happy, healthy kids, happy, healthy relationship. You know, yeah. let's talk about what what you think I'm saying. Let me let me talk about yeah. what I think you're how I hurt you or why you're hurt. And um, it's not easy, man. Being it's marriage is the easy. hardest thing you'll ever do in your life. And having kids just makes it that much harder. Yeah. I think about, about when I'm in relationships and when I was with married to Dawn, that's the boy's mom's name, how I, I would take things personally. And if I could, I, I feel like as I've tried to mature as a man, that's a big part of it is not taking things so personally. Like if my significant other gets upset at me, how do I just let her be upset and not have to take it on or not have to fix it or just be like, Hey, I, I, I see. All right. You, you know, I don't know if does yeah, that no, no, that, that's like, amen. A absolutely. So that was so early on the, some of the key skills that I learned that my wife and I learned. So we, we did marriage encounter together. Actually we did retrovi, um, which was similar to marriage encounter. It was a little more intense. Um, retrovi, I think is actually, done, it's a French word. Um, it's hard to spell, but I can send it to you later. Okay. And, and it, when I had just gotten sober and I didn't think our marriage was going to last. So we were asked, or we were offered this option to do this. It's like, have you heard of this? It's actually led by other couples that have been through the program. And, mm -hmm. and it was very scripted and very specific methods of sitting down and communicating with one another and describing your feelings and colors and really understanding that, you know, being able to cognitively know that feelings just are what they are and no one creates or makes you feel a certain way. You just feel mm. a certain way. And mm. so if I'm mad, it would never be anyone else's fault. It's just a feeling that's come up in me. And it's kind of yes. this you know, same thing where you're separating from it, you're observing it. Um, so as what you said, like if my wife was mad or upset or something, I always took that on. That was like, like, did I do that? Like, how can I fix that? Let me solve that. You know, I didn't, yes. mean, you know, instead of saying, Hey, I, I see that, that you're upset. That's like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sorry you're upset. Let me know what I can do to help you. Or, or maybe I just sit with you and, you know, let's talk about what that yeah. feeling means to you. And it, it's very different than well, you shouldn't be upset because I would yeah. have been upset at that. You know, it's like, right. what's, or, what's your problem? You know, <laughs> right. Or, or God forbid we let them have their space, right? Fine. Yeah. Take a couple of days and sort it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, but you, you reject me for a few days. Like I'm in, I'm in, I'm not saying that's good, bad, or I, I'm not saying I want my, that, that that's healthy on their side, but it's like, at some point it's like, well, okay, go sort it out. I'll give you the space to sort it out please do. But I'm usually at that point, like you're rejecting me and this is BS. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You know? Let me take it personal. And, and I, same thing. I would, I would look at their feeling and I would like, in essence, have a, a reaction and then my own feeling around it. And then all we were doing were just triggering each other's feelings yeah. and never, <laughs> and never coming to the other person and saying, ah, that must really suck to feel that way. You know, where's the empathy? It's like, even yeah. if I caused that feeling, it's like that must that must really hurt. And let's yeah. sit with your feeling for now. Forget me for now. Let's talk about yours. Yeah. And let's get through it. Let's. I mean, we're in this together. Let's work. Through yeah, it. I love that more yeah. of the team. The team, uh, like that. That when we can go from connectedness versus separation. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, it, and it, that's a journey too. I mean, my wife and I have gotten so much more healthy in some of that. And, uh, I, you know, so there were some things that you had asked the question about at what point did I, you know, would I tell someone like learn DBT or learn this skill, learn that skill. And I, I'll go back, I'll double down on, I think it's divine. I mean, I think there are struggles or moments or events in your life that literally yeah. catapult you to the next level or to yes. uh, a, an awareness and a need to be able to take on skills that are going to make your life better. That's the tricky part is to recognize when that's happening. It's like some people say, Hey, the, well, the door got shut on me and it, it like it slammed on my fingers and now I'm just going to sulk and be pissed off. And you know, <laughs> how, how dare that, you know, whatever spiritual being caused this event to happen. And I always, I was like, no, that's when you kick that fucking door open and you run through and you go, all right, this is the next level. I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm, you know, this event occurred for a reason and I could either let it harm me or I can let it better me. And I'm, I'm choosing it to, to strengthen me and I'm going to go forward. I love it. That's beautiful. And that is a great place to end part one. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Thank you, thank you, thank you for spending time with me today. As someone who is committed to growth and service to this world, I so appreciate your willingness to come with me, go within, and serve our world through change. If you found value in this podcast and you know someone who can use this message, share this episode with them. Share it so our mission can be achieved one episode at a time. And of course, subscribe so you can hear more. And lastly, for more resources on what has helped me on my journey and can help you on yours, go to belove.media forward slash resources. That's B-E-L-O-V-E dot media forward slash resources. Thank you again for listening.